And you know what that means. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Generational Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's yours truly. The 27-year-old piece of gold, the franchise, aka the showstopper, better known as the GOW's resident tribal chief. With me as always, I got my tag team partner, my brother, my family. He is the flyest in the room, Mr. One, Two, Three. Pin that ass down, K Breezy, aka Two Cold Camera in the building, bro. What's going on? Man, ready to rock and roll, man. Let's do this. Man, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, today is our AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite review show. But before we get into that, too cold, man. Hey, you know, What's social up? media and the internet has been ablaze today. And that's mm-hmm. because one WWE Hall of Famer, well, Stone Cold Steve Austin, of course. He oh, uh yeah. he put up yeah. a, he, he he put up a little tidbit, man. And uh, you know, we get we get some very familiar music. We get, you know, a countdown clock. And of course it is uh very reminiscent of one Mr. Y2J, the Ayatollah of Rock and Roller. The camera would then pan away from the set, and we see Stone Cold and Chris Jericho turn it to the camera. Dude, yo, you got an AEW superstar, you got a WWE legend, hey. The forbidden door has truly been kicked open. We find out that Chris Jericho will be a special guest on a Broken Score Sessions. My question to you would be, before we even do the review, Tuco, how in the fuck did this happen? Well, this happened uh, because Stone Cold revealed that uh, Chris Jericho had texted him after watching the uh, session he had with The Undertaker and, you know, told him how mm. good it was whatnot and you know and i guess kind of in a joking way austin had like offered it to to jericho and jericho had accepted on you know if vince had approved it so he said he texts vince and he asked vince and vince actually said he was okay with it but he knew because he was texting vince you know and you know he had to he really he wanted to really make sure that that uh you know, he texted him again and asked him, like, are you really sure? Like, are you cool with me interviewing Chris Jericho on the show? And he said, yeah. So there we go. So now we got it. Bro, I can, I, I can Joe, hear my it's echo. good, bro. You hear me? I can hear my echo. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. All right. Are you good now? Say something. Yo, 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 yo. I can hear, I can hear a little bit, but we'll try to get. Uh, but uh, okay. yeah, Joe. Uh, this part of the WWE and Vince doing something to keep you know fans and that this is a good thing, but uh, it's what he's should have been did. I honestly <laughs> for me, but I am glad to see that he let Jericho. But also, it also shows a respect to Jericho. I mean, let's be honest, man. Jericho has done some great things in wrestling. Uh, he's one of the He's going to go down as one of the best. Uh, a, definitely a unique character. A guy that can go in the, in the ring with anybody. And I mean anybody. You can say what you want to say about him now, but if you ever watched Chris Jericho wrestle, Chris Jericho can go. And uh, yeah. he, he's done a lot to help WWE and help build WWE. So it's only respect that they let, you know, that they let it happen. And trust me, man, I know I got to – I no, I think I'm – I think I – but I'm I'm watching I'm watching that broken skull right after WrestleMania. I know we got to do a show, but you know when we do when we finish doing our review show, I'm watching that. Uh, I'm, I'm watching that 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 broken skull. Man, and I then we, and then we're gonna do a show about the broken skull. We're gonna do a show about what what got said. 
Oh, of course, of course, of course. You got the Texas, you know, the Texas rattlesnake and the Ayatollah rock and roll. I mean, yo, bro. Whew. I, yo, when I when I seen that, I was like, oh, I gotta, I, I gotta talk to him about this real quick because I thought, I thought I saw, it was I fake. That, I, I posted it. And I yeah. Saw that. Yeah, I, I thought it was a fake article at first. And then so I kept like I Googled it and I kept going through link after link after link. I'm like, oh damn, like this is like a real thing. Then I seen it on Stone Cold's thing. I'm like, oh swear. Okay. Okay, cool. Like they're not fucking with us. Like it's really it's here. So I was like, all right, cool. But yeah, yeah, man. Hey, it's good for business. But with that being said, so Stone Cold and Chris Jericho, they got a sit down interview coming up. Uh, like you said, you said what the night of Mania, right after Mania, right? First night, uh, second night. No, the second night. Second it's night. gonna come on after the second night. Um, but like Ooh. I said, after you know our review for that for for the second night, you know, yeah, man. And then the next day, you know, we'll knock out another show talking about what the, what they talked about and what could come from it, and you know, just. Ooh, I don't know. We we, we got to wait to hear what gets said. But yeah, uh, hey man, I, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, very excited, very excited. All right, man. Well, let, let, let's get this show on the road, man, because we got two shows to do. So this first one, like I said earlier, uh, it's the AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite review. Uh, so first match, man. Hey, not even gonna lie to you, brother. It was a damn good one. We got Christian Cage versus Frankie Kazarian. This was Cage's first singles match in over seven years. Yo, man, Christian Cage. Hey, I know there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, concern, a lot of speculation that a lot of people weren't really too thrilled that he was the guy that was announced. But, hey, it is what it is. And we're here now. And he had his first official match. Uh, his uh, his his motto was outwork everyone, you know, do the work. Um, and I will say this Christian Cage, bro, he looked pretty damn good in this match. Uh, he went him and Kazarian. They went about almost a full 20 minute time limit. Uh, Christian would end up picking up the victory via the unprettier. Uh, well, excuse me. He's not the unprettier, which he actually renamed to the kill switch. <laughs> I'm thinking about uh, Tyler Breeze, and he still names it the unprettier. But yo, Tuco, man, the match had a lot of false finishes, a lot of near falls. Christian looked like he really hasn't lost a step, and Kazarian, Kazarian, still looking good. But I knew he was gonna be, he was gonna be a showstopper. Hey, what did you think of this match, man? Christian Cage's first return back uh, into singles competition. How did, what did you think of it? It was a cool match. Uh, it was good. He, you know, the fact that he was able to go to 20 minutes. Uh, yo, what up, Leo? Um, you know, the fact that he was, you know, able to go to 20 minutes was actually really cool. Uh, and Kazarian being the veteran that he is, you know, knowing Christian Cage, having, you know, yeah. to fall him before, you know, so these guys know each other. And, you know, AEW does what AEW do best. You know, they let their guys go out there and, and try to create something. And these guys created a very good match. I'm just flat out it was a very good match uh cage definitely surprised me he's 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 more agile than sting i definitely yeah. i'll definitely give you that he, he, he so i that that's a plus that's that's a huge plus but uh he's not as old as Sting. but you know yeah. he, but he's still he, he's he looked good and the fact that he, he can yeah. still take bumps and and can still move and be that you know yeah i i think his moveset always kind of fit uh oh uh, kind of an old man kind of way so <laughs> but it was good it was, it was it was a really good match though i enjoyed it it's it's a very retro uh move set and it's funny because i was listening to jericho interview him earlier and he said something that really stuck out you know AEW is a nice hodgepodge of talent i mean you got guys with so many different styles but you know the one constant with christian cage or you know christian uh, that as we know him 
as his style really has never evolved. <laughs> I, you know, oh. from the time when he came in through the nineties until he left in 2014 and then came back, he's always wrestled as Christian. He never really tried to do too much. Uh, he's always just kind of had his own style and his, his style spot. is more. He's really yeah, good. Yeah, at he, he, his spots. And, and, and that's exactly what it is, man. I mean, that guy, Hey, look, right. I thought we would have seen Christian with the dad by right. But nah, man, Christian, he he looking good, man. He looking him and good. Edge, man. Him and Edge, man. They 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 doing their thing, man. Hey, man, they they the lean mean fighting machines. All right, now with that being said, Leo says that was nice, enjoyable to watch. Absolutely, and then Joe said that was a great match with Cage and Cass. Of course, man. It was it, like I say, it it for for that to be the opener. It really set the tone for me. Uh, next up, we got a segment with Darby Allen. Darby Allen says that Matt Hardy's body is breaking down. He says that Big Money Matt is a persona created just to hide his insecurities and says that Matt is going to have to earn his respect. Okay, so I can see the look on your face. I'm not really sure how I feel about Big Money Matt versus Darby Allen, but I wasn't really sure how I felt about this match that we had uh, as the main event, which turned out to be pretty well, uh, pretty good as well. Suko, man, do you think it's time for Matt Hardy to hang it up, or do you think he and Darby Allen can have a pretty decent match? What, what are you thinking? My my concern uh, isn't with Darby Allen; it's it's more with Matt Hardy at this stage of his career. As long as Hardy doesn't win the championship, I'm good with it. Right. He can't be the one to beat Darby Allen. It needs to be somebody that uh. It, it needs to be somebody else. It either needs to be a, a, the next up and coming guy that that deserves to have the championship, or it needs to be a better veteran or more popular. Right. Uh, other than that, and it can't be Cody again. I don't want to see it be no. Cody, again. but yeah, I, I would say that. Uh, but if he wins, uh, man, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna have to see and see. I'm have to wait and see. Christian and that guy. We- didn't expect to appear in Revolution, but now, right? Yeah, he's doing pretty good, man. No, Leo, Leo I, says he's not, he not, he not ready to see Matt hang it up. <laughs> I'm okay with him as long as he's not mainly wrestling like he is. I mean, you know, I mean, it, as long as he stays in a tag team and you know, maybe push the other people a little more, fine. But to see him wrestle all the time, no. All right, next up, we get we get the exhibition match. We get QT Marshall and Cody Rhodes. Um, QT ended up so the match really never ended, <laughs> uh, uh, per se. And, and, and left out, and I guess all the, the rookies decided that they wanted to jump everybody, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the, yeah, so the, so the Nightmare family attacked him. Uh, Dustin got spiked, pile dry, driven on the steel steps. Cody was about to get his head bashed in until Red Velvet came out and made the save. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't really know how I feel about this match or this storyline. Um, I'm gonna be I, honest. I have no interest in it. I, it's like uh, I I, I, I don't. don't I don't. I don't. I, I don't really have an interest in it either. I, I can care less either way. But I, I guess but, now, seeing how it ended, I just want to know. Like, now I, I kind of want to see where the storyline is heading. Headed. Uh, I guess. Uh, I'm upset because you started something with Penta, and I and and you kind of just went away from it like it doesn't exist anymore. And then you went. To yeah. Bed. It's like I. They they have a lot of feuds and factions, and this is going to be one with people I don't know. 
and I'm not sure how good they are. And I'm just getting used to the, you know, the factions that we already have established and especially what happened a little bit in the show. Uh, so I'm, I'm more interested in what they're going to do. I'm not interested in QT Marshall and the Nightmare Family explosion. Uh, hell, I didn't even know it was all these damn people. At first, it was only four that always came out. Now, all of a sudden, here's 12 more people. And it's like, I don't even know who the hell... I, I, you know what? Y'all too much. That That's too much, Cody. You, you're doing too much. If you just wanted to do something and this is you and QT Marshall, okay, cool. Right. But uh, you're adding a whole bunch of more people. I, I, I'll i wait to see how I want to feel about you. Uh, Joe says, I like the segment. At least it gives QT and Dustin some exposure and gets the rookie some experience. I mean, uh, I like that part, but it's, it's like I, I, I rather, I'd rather it just been the focus of that. So if you didn't have all the people. Leo says, I like it, but the build-up was complete shit, but now I'm interested. Joe then says, hey, guys, can I get a beer? My mom's not home. Hey, <laughs> hey, Joe, man, you can hey, you can have as many beers as you want to. I'm pretty sure Too Cold might have a beer or uh, some of that uh, some of that clear stuff over there for you, my brother. Uh, next up, <laughs> uh, next up, we get a segment. We get Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, and they pretty much talk about how they felt wrong and shortchanged short by AEW. You got Scorpio Sky who says, you know, he's had to bust his ass and he's done everything he can, and he had to pretty much sit on the sidelines and watch guys get an opportunity. Um, this to me was very random because Scorpio Sky's been with AEW since the very beginning as part of as part of SCU. Then he kind of branched off and did a solo first thing. Tag team under the, him and Cass yeah. were the first tag, yeah. So yeah, and, and and then he branched off and uh, as a singles competitor, still under the banner banner of SCU. And then Ethan Page, who recently just came in at the last with the Revolution pay per view. I don't get how he and Scorpio Sky have found common ground so fast considering Paige, you just got in. And Scorpio, you was the first ever tag team champion, so I don't really understand what your gripe is because y'all, you got to push right out the gate with a too cold, man. Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page. Is this anything that we care to see or discuss? Uh, I mean, I I thought Sky was going to go more solo and not tag team. That's 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 the only thing about it. Other than that, we can move on. Hey, hey, Joe says I don't care how much crap people give you. You guys are all right. <laughs> hey, you all right with me too, big dog. You all right with me too. Uh, Leo says, man, Scorpio Sky lost his championship match opportunities. Yeah, and I'm really and, and another thing with Scorpio, uh, bro. I could have swore you and Sean Spears, y'all had you know a rivalry. Y'all never really started or finished, but right, hey, that's neither here nor there. Right, so it's I, like, you know what you know, you know what I, I know we said this about to be a twenty minute show. I know, but we might end up having to make it twenty five minutes because I, I I just got I just got to talk to you really quick because we get on WWE about this we do about the flashy light thing and mm-hmm. now this is like maybe the second or third thing already halfway through my notes that's kind of really made me think about this. AEW in their own way has kind of flashy lighted us themselves where. I, like you said, with Cody and Penta, just that fast, I forgot they even had a rivalry. Like that thing came and went so quick. They're a little uh, more obvious about it, though. Like it, it's like oh, the, it's, uh, they, yeah, they're a little more obvious about it because it's the, is that is, they, is that a good thing? Because it's thing? always been their model, man. Like if if you if you're feeling something, but uh, if if they have booked it for if Penta had won 
it might have right. got a little bit more traction. But Cody won and, you know, really didn't go anywhere. And then you you brought in the QT Marshall factor for whatever reason when you could have just had him really go up against Dustin because it's really him and Dustin that's been having the issue. So, I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, but they're for me, they're a little more obvious. Yeah, they – they try in different stuff. It doesn't seem to work. Right. They tried the Sky and uh and and Scorp- uh, Spears match. Mm-hmm. You know, people like to see Spears, but you know, Sky just kept losing. He never won, yeah. and yeah. never really put him over. So, I you know that was yeah. And I it, it, I, I like I said, I'd rather seen him have a good run. Um, they were a little obvious about some of it. Some of it because I mean, look what they did with the Librarian. I mean, look what they did with a lot of other people. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, they kind of you kind of go away for a minute, and just come back with something new, and 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 they they they've always kind of been obvious about it like that. Hey, Leo, Leo says, uh, talk to us. What's on your mind, franchise? Too cold. Keep them in check. Hey, man, look. First of all, let me tell you, do the man, best I look, can, man. Look, 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 look. There is no checking, man. You know, I'm like Allen Iverson. I'm unguardable. Now, I will say this. Tuco, you know what I'm saying? Look, Tuco is probably one of the very few people in this world, man, that, you know, if I'm upset or I got something on my mind, if I'm going off the rails, he's probably one of the very few men that can actually talk to me, man, that calm me down. So with that, you know, you know, Tuco gets the love and respect. You know what I'm saying? He like Big U. And if you know anything about the streets, you know who Big U is. You know, much love and respect. You know, too cold got that for me. But with that being said, man, today, t- today, I'm not. I don't really feel the need to go off on a rant or a tangent. You know, I mean, wrestling was wrestling was solid this week. We got a go home show for NXT. We already know what's coming up next week, so it's really not too much to complain about. And this, I, you this, know, this, this was the it was it, 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 show, right? yeah, it, it was a good show, man. Look, hey, I, I have look. If this is a shooting from the hip episode. Then you know, huh? You know, this would be a whole different thing. But you know, uh, this was actually a solid week of wrestling, man. You know, I, I think we got all our all our grievances out. Uh AT and T, yeah. I think they finally listened to me. My internet has been running a little bit smoother. Uh my NXT and my AEW recorded at time on eight o'clock. Hell, I even got an extra six minutes on NXT, so <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think AT&T heard me loud and clear, man. <laughs> hey, man, you speaking, they still here, man. You speaking, they still here. Man, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, you know, it's, uh, yeah, we had to do another shooting from the hit, maybe uh, another day, but uh, not tonight. No, 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 hell no, not at all, not at all. Hey, bro, I ain't going to lie to you, me neither, man. I was damn near asleep by the time, you know, when you sent me that thing, I'm like, all right, I'm good, I'm woke now. I was like, oh man, hell. I was just I was just getting tired and exhausted, man. Just thinking about the long week we got coming up. Because what we have, we got two, three shows tomorrow. Man, no, we got one show tomorrow. We can do we're doing one show, but it's WrestleMania as part two of the series. So we're doing part two tomorrow and then part three Sunday and then part four Monday, and then we're gonna do the next Wednesday and then the last one on Friday. Right, right, right. Night, right yeah. You know, the last day right before WrestleMania. Leo says, "Let's not fuck AT and T no more. Only Peacock, man. For, for the, the time, time being, yeah. For the time yep. being, man. Yeah. Yep. For the time yep. being, yeah. Yep. Uh, and it, and it's just strictly because I hate the layout, and I got bamboozled. You know, I was told that I was paying two ninety nine or four ninety nine for Peacock, and instead they stuck me with the, it, it, it. Okay, you know what? See, see, you didn't done it. You didn't done it. 
It's like I didn't do it. That was Leo. That was all Leo. I'm talking talking about Leo. It's like when you're about to take a woman on a date. It's like you know she got kids, and then you know you think you and a woman, you know you and your lady about to go out and get to know each other. Then she bring her little three badass kids. Talking about uh uh, we a package deal. That's how I feel with Peacock. (laughs) WWE told me. That I was gonna get my woman, which is the WWE network, and then as soon as I signed up, they decided to tell me, uh uh-uh, uh, it's a package deal. <laughs> you gotta take the kids with her. <laughs> I don't want to pay for all these kids, man. <laughs> What's going on? Peacock baby daddy me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they step, no, they step daddy. That's what they did. They step, yeah, yeah, they step, they, they step daddy. Me, all right, man. Let's get back. Let, let's get back, man. Let's get back. We gotta keep the train on the tracks today, right? Uh, so next up, we get a segment with Red Velvet. Uh, <laughs> she was in the backstage or whatever, and she got her ass whooped by Jay Cargill. Hey, let me tell you, man, we seen you know Jay Cargill a couple times throughout the night. Uh, yo, bro, Jay Cargill, her. When she cut her first promo, she has come a long way in a short time in confidence. When she cut that first promo against Cody, it was like you could tell she was very green, very shaky. Oh, it seemed like ever since she I had that match, a little bit nervous. It seemed like ever since she had that match with her and Shaq and Cody and Velvet, yo, you could tell her confidence. Her confidence went through the roof. Like you can tell, like she feel like she that bitch for real. Uh, but so we had that, and then after this, we had. Uh, then you need to feed those other kids. I was, I, I was reading what Joe had said. I was laughing at Joe. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny because I, I pulled it up. I didn't get a chance to read it. Then you need to oh. feed those other kids. Then deal with the ex. <laughs> I am out on all <laughs> For sure, Joe, for sure. Right. <laughs> no, no kids. No, that's no, too much, no that's too much extra. Right, that's too much right. extra. Oh, my God. So then after this, so we get a segment. We get John Moxley, and he cuts a promo on the Bucks and the Good Brothers, and you know, that's what we got. Then after this, we ended up getting a match with Mox versus the upstar Caesar Bononi. Uh Mox is apparently 31, 2 and 1 in his AEW career. So I mean Mox has been killing it. I didn't know he was killing it like that. But then you also forget he was out for a couple of weeks or a month or so. Uh back with Renee first. I think she had COVID uh COVID once upon a time. Um, but yeah, man, it was a solid match to me. Uh, we had interference from JD JD Drake and Ryan Nemeth. Mox ended up winning via the sleeper. Too cold, man. Yo, Mox. We already know what Mox could do, but what did you think in the match? And I know we talked about Caesar Bononi a, a week ago, but now getting a chance to see him for another week in the ring against a guy like Mox, you know, has your feelings changed at all? Yes, no, maybe. I mean, it's, it, a lot of potential. Still, still needs some work, but you know, he wasn't bad. It was a good match, but he wasn't bad. Okay. Like I ain't really got much to say about this. Like it was like it was just a repeat from last week. It was like, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, 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 definitely, definitely. You know, I mean, you know, we 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 gotta get the wise Tuco, aka Kimbro uh, Diamonds. Right, you know, I yeah. came up with another one. Yeah. Right, yeah, Diamonds. Kimbro Diamonds, Kimbro Diamonds. Hey, we do. All we right, do. so then next up, man. So next up we get a team Taz promo and uh, you can cut the tension with a knife. I mean, I am just waiting on them to pull the trigger. But then again, the one thing I like about AEW and Tony Khan is you can never get too predictable because I thought that NJF was going to turn and take over the inner circle, and he didn't. But in this one, man, so we get Team Taz. You know, uh, Taz, he kind of promo, once again, reiterating for all the conspiracy theorists out there that, you know, the group is in good standing. And then Ricky Starks, he cuts them off. And Ricky Starks starts talking. And then Brian Cage, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I'd be a lot better right now if you would have made the tag a little earlier. And, you know, him and Ricky starts kind of looking at each other. And, you know, Ricky trying to play it off and Taz trying to play it off. Like, no, nah, we good. We good. Too cold. Okay. 
Do we see yes. Brian Cage? Obviously, something's going to happen. Yeah. Do we see Brian Cage turning on Team Taz and going rogue? <laughs> or do we see this as a no. full no. face turn as well? Or do we see uh, Brian Cage oh, still being no. that asshole? No, it, it will be a face turn once he once he turn on Team Taz. Once he okay. does that, it'll be yeah. No, so yeah, that, that that answers your question right there. All right. Well, next up, we get my friend. It is going, but it is going to happen because it's obvious he's not he's not filling the team anymore. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, all right. Uh, I'm trying to say who who would he fight first? It ain't gonna be Hobbs. It'd probably be Starks. Man, I can see it being Hobbs. You think so? Because he's gonna got <laughs> a battle see. of the big man. Hell yeah, I can see it being Hobbs. Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. All right, cool. Hey, you know, hey, I just, I just watched the movie, so I had to make sure I put that reference out there. I feel cool now. I'm I'm a cool kid now because I've seen I've seen my first King Kong versus Godzilla in this entirety. And I still don't know how to explain that. To, you know, if if I had to tell the that end, somebody, the, end, the, end, uh, the, the ending was a little was a little uh, a little left to be desired, but you know, the movie uh, itself was good. You know, there's a new place to travel. The 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 the, begin, the, the hollow earth, the hollow earth, right? You know, it's yeah, where hollow uh, earth. it's where everything begins. So you know, now you know we're gonna see where they go after that. But yeah, man, let's let's uh, we won't spoil it too much for those who might not. No, no, nah, nah, not at all, not at all, not at all. All we right, but next up, next up. Uh, let's see. Joe says Godzilla versus Kong was awesome. Saw that at theater. I saw that at theater too, right here on my couch. <laughs> HBO uh, Max, got, baby. We got we got Leo. He says, haven't watched that movie. Don't spoil it yet. All right, man. I got you. Oh, well, but going going back, going get back on my AEW. So my favorite segment of the night. We had the pinnacle. Ha <laughs> MJF, he had a surprise, right? He had a surprise for his guys. He introduced the Pinnacle to their own personal stylist, you know, and he had them all swagged up and Rico Suave. And it's like, hey, look, man, we good. You guys can have anything you want. He opens up the bathroom door. Who does he see? He sees one Chris Jericho. He tries to make an exit. Who does he see on the other side? He sees Jay Hager. And then the inner circle and the pinnacle gets it on like Donkey Kong. It was fist flying left and right and all over the place. MJF got his ass high school bullied by getting his head shoved in the toilet by Chris Jericho. Uh, I don't know who I don't know who busted up Dax uh uh Dax Hardwood because I thought it was but I see Ortiz and they both and they both had blood on them. And yeah. dude, I, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Oh my god, I can't uh, remember. Uh, Sammy Guevara when he when he uh did the go to sleep to uh Spears and Spears, yeah man, he, <laughs> and that was that was hey. mean. That was mean, boy. The way Spears felt took that. He oh yeah, I, I was gonna say like I think I I was about to say either he sold it really well or he took that shit like a champ because I'm like oh that that didn't look like he pulled nothing on that one, but you uh, know. he like he, he took, yeah he took that one like a champ. Uh, Warlow was uh. <laughs> Warlock going through the, the massage table was okay. Uh, but yeah, to me, it was the Santana and Ortiz part, man, because they were, because they, they hit, they, what's the name? They bulldozed, what's the name? He went through that glass table and he hit it. And I'm like, oh, like he landed in yeah. it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, they, yeah, this is, yeah, this is proud and powerful right here, hey, baby. Wait, this, it, this it, is, it, I forgot. Who got, who, uh, uh, and wasn't it Jericho that threw MJF uh, head first uh, through the vending machine? Yeah, yeah, after he gave him a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this is now that was what I was waiting for, man. I was waiting, I was waiting for the inner circle to get their get back. So yeah, yeah. this was this was nice. I yeah, I, I'm I'm ready. So whatever's coming Leo, next. Leo. Leo says, I'm into the few. Yo, I'm into it too. And I was kind I was kind of I was I, I was into it at first, but I like, eh. Okay, whatever or whatever. But then I seen these two, I seen these two teams fight yesterday. I'm like, oh yeah, knowing Tony Khan, he gonna come up with a crazy match, a crazy stipulation. I know it's gonna be something it's gonna good. Be like another stand, stand, stampede or something like that. It's gonna be another Yo, one. Like, let me let me tell. And, and I think we, I'm trying to see the stadium stampede. Was that was that during? Was that last year or was that the year before? Last year. Like, oh, what if we get a stadium stampede part two? Ooh. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a stadium yeah. stampede. That's what it's going to be because they okay. do it. Their matches, they're doing it in Jacksonville. They're at the the field, so all they got to do is, you know, open everything up and do another stadium stampede. It'd be Pinnacle versus uh, the Inner Circle. As a matter of fact, that would make the most sense because it, it may do not do a five on five match. Do not do an in ring match. You do. You, yeah. you, you need you need to make this space. You and. When you did it last time, it was great. People loved it. It was goofy. It was all over the place. It was it was especially the Matt Hardy in the pool. Him turning into different versions of himself. What that about was awesome. what was it? What about what was it? Matt or Nick Jackson when they suplexed the dude like hundred yards down the damn field? Bro, that was a. Uh, I think that was Matt. And then you know Jericho and Arby uh, Edwards is arguing in the damn replay booth. Like it was just so many <laughs> different funny things. But you can do, you know, you can do something a little more hardcore or a little bit more rougher. You know, not so much gimmicky. Funny, but you know, but a little bit with uh with these yeah. with these ten guys, you can definitely do something, and this will put everybody over. Everybody will get over because Inner Circle hey, lost last time, so I, they could end up winning this one. Uh, Joe says, "Whew, close call." I hid the beer from my mom. So I'm gonna let you know you guys gave me the okay. <laughs> yeah, Joe, man, we don't need you getting in trouble with mom, Deuce, man. We need you still being able to sneak on the computer and watch this. Right. Hey, hey, one more thing, man. We ain't seen Loco in a minute, man. Loco, if you out there, man, we miss you, bro. Uh, I swear you in my head because I was about to say, man, hey, where Loco been, man? But uh, yeah, we're yeah. I'm about to. Go. We, we ain't seen Loco. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't seen Nazir in a minute. Uh, but Joe and Leo, you know, y'all definitely been holding it down for us. Thank you, brothers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, man. So, so next up, next up, we get a segment. We get the Young Bucks and Don Callis uh, in the back. Uh, Nick Jackson, he gets the boot from Don Callis, but. Ironically and amazingly enough, he has Matt Jackson. He holds him back. He said, no, no, no. You stay here. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. And Callis said that, you know, Kenny Omega, he could have went anywhere he wanted to. He could have went to New York, and he could have went to WWE and Greener Pastures. He could have went anywhere he wanted to. But he decided to come to AEW. He didn't decide to come to AEW for Kenny Omega. He came for you guys, and you guys left him hanging out to dry. Too cold. It seems like, it seems like. I can see the wheels turning in Matt Jackson's head. Can we see a split of the Young Bucks in the future? Mm-hmm. In the future, maybe, but right now, no. Not now? No, not now. All right. Right. Okay. Right, man, you just hey, they'll get over it, and because right now Kenny's the world heavyweight champion, he's not fighting one of them. They're the tag team champions, so they got other people to worry about. Right now, it's just the fact that. Uh, Kenny wants them to be as ruthless as them, and that's not what they want to be. So that's all that is. And they'll get over it, and but eventually down the line, could they break up? Maybe, but right now, nah. Hey man, let's get let's get to the creme de la creme. You know, the cream rises to the top. Let's we get go. a trios match. We get a trios match, boy. We get 
Mr. Seto Miendo. We get that boy, Pena El Seto Miendo, Ray Phoenix, Laredo Kid, and they go up against Kenny and the Good Brothers. Yo, this match was off the chain, my brother. Oh, I it. am. A, it was all over the place. It was. It, it, it was. It was all over the place and in the place at the same damn time. It was a uh, chaos and hectic, yet so very well constructed and organized it was a it was it, it was a it was an organized it was organized ish mess i'm i'm loving i am so glad they brought laredo kid back i know you say you don't really remember too much of him when he first was in but i yeah. love laredo kid man like i mean it looked like he Lucha injured Rose, by the end of this match though yeah it did it, it, we're gonna talk about that he's like he took a, na- a nasty bump but yo the lucha bros Already by themselves, world class, solid. But damn, Laredo Kid, he is a good. If you had to add a third person, Laredo Kid is the bomb.com, bro. I love the match. Uh, mate, to me, it was my match of the night. The chemistry and the flow was off the charts. Everybody showed out. And then, of course, you had Mox, he came out post match. And hold we on, get to what happened. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not gonna skip over my boy Ray to running the ropes and kicking Kenny dead, smacking. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 no, no, that's what I was getting to. Man, that's what I was getting to. You said Moxie came out, that was at the end of the match. That's why I'm saying Moxie. Well, I was giving a brief summary of what happened, and then I was gonna dub back to the actual details. I had to make sure, man. I want to say you can't disrespect Ray Phoenix like that, bro. No, 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 no. That's that's see, this is what you're here for. I know I, I, me and you, we love these guys, but I know you're a super, you know, Lucha Bros fan, so I had to give you the floor. So I I, I had to let you really get in depth. So, with that being said, man, Tuco, would you please indulge the fans in the audience and explain this magic that we call the trios match? I mean, man, I, I'm not going to lie. This, I, Well, the one thing I, I do wonder after watching this, uh, what are they going to do with Pat? Like, is Pat going single? Or are they, are they hey. going with a triangle? But uh, this match, though, uh, you know, man, man, I love. love oh, sorry, 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 sorry. So I love that. I'm so close to Jackson. So blessed to be getting AEW here every week. Hey, man, jealous of you. Jealous of you. Uh, the match was, like I say, this trios match, it's it's – it's good opportunity for a lot of teams. Uh, some of them have to have a gimmick that works. And fortunately, Lucha Bros being who they are, and uh, what my my guy, uh, 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 what the, what's the dude's name? A Laredo Kid. Yeah, Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid. Uh, they kind they work well at you know being Luchador kind of wrestling. So they kind of have a style that works together. Yeah, uh, and then of course Kenny and the and, and the Good Brothers, you know, they know each other, so that worked too. But uh, it was just me, but it felt like there was more of a crowd there because of the sound louder to me and the previous ones. Yeah, they could be adding more people. I mean, you know, Florida's a little bit more open, so you know, they could be adding more folks, especially you know, considering what WrestleMania is going to be doing. I'm sure they're trying to add more people. Uh, but the match was good. Um, but you got to have. I don't know if. A lot of three man teams will work, but right now you got one that definitely works. And I, I wouldn't if they do the uh trios championship, that's my team to win it. And you know what? I, I could have swore, maybe I'm wrong, but I could have swore there was toss of a trio championship. And my thing is this AW AW clearly is going back to the old school way of uh 
of wrestling as well, at least the WCW way of wrestling. You know, WCW was known for having a lot of groups, a lot of factions. Uh, WWE in the early 2000s had a lot of groups, a lot of factions. It's yeah. a cool way, man, to get a lot of exposure for multiple people without them necessarily wrestling on TV every single week. I think if you did a trios championship, yo, I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be something nice uh, because now if you want to do something with other people, but you don't have a singles plan for them, the trios championship could be a nice little way. You're already going in that direction anyway. It was five, right. six, you know, five, six men groups and women too, as well. I mean, you uh, do a lot of six man tags and stuff like that, so it's like, well, yeah, tags, why not? And yeah, you could do that, but it kind of, uh, it kind of kinds deludes, I guess, you know, the tag division period, man, because yeah. two and six, you know, what's the, you know, is that is the three man team going to go up against the two man team? Then who wins and who loses? You know, I feel like right, some right, some right. weird. Something weird like that would happen, and I don't really want to see that happen. And then see somebody holding five titles like nah. Well, I mean, again, the new day could do something like that. But you know yeah. what? Man? Yeah, I changed my mind. Let's see what AEW does with it. But let's get let's get let's get kicking, man, because I want to yeah, get yeah, to this. yeah yeah yeah. We 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 definitely, definitely got to get through this. Uh, next up, we get a segment about we get Britt Baker. Ah, I love seeing Britt Baker on TV these days. Oh, my God. So we get an AEW Elevation promo. And so apparently Britt Baker will be showing her face on AEW Elevation. And we talked about this. You know, we talked about, you know, Elevation being one of those things that if it's not going to be on TV, they need star power. And Britt Baker would definitely be star power. Thunder Rosa would definitely be star power, at least for the women's division. Anywho. Uh, but hey, eyes on the product nonetheless. Uh, and Britt Baker says that it is a shame that Thunder Rosa's match at Lights Out does not count because it was unsanctioned. And I thought about it, I'm like, damn, she's that is true. That is that is the, that is the best women's match in AEW history, and that will go down in the record books for not only Baker but Thunder Rosa. But unfortunately for Thunder Rosa. The match doesn't count. So I was like, all right, cool. Same so now Omega, same way for John Moxley and Omega, where Moxley won, but uh yeah. Omega's the only one's got the actual victory over each other. Like that doesn't count. So it's the same way. So it is so it is. so so now I'm looking forward to see what this second match is gonna be. Because you know you know that second match is gonna be a or the follow up uh, match. So you, you, you know, it's gonna be a you know, little Oh, it's, it's gonna be legal, but you know, there's gonna there's gonna be something crazy. It gotta be. No, it can't be too crazier than what that is because then you're so so you're, so you know what you know not be more about it. Yeah, you can't have too crazy. I, I, I would think it could be more now. I guess now common common sense thinking here. I would think it'd probably be more of a basic match. Okay, I mean, because you already had the hardcore match, so now okay, yeah, you won, but it didn't count. So now it's like, let's see who the better woman is. Let's see who the better wrestler is. Let's have a straight up old fashioned one on one in the middle of the square circle. Hey, win by victory or submission, uh, pin or submission. All right, what's up? So I can see that. I can see that. You got to have that next. Because, that because and you're being kind in your words, sir. That was not a hardcore match. That was a bloodbath. That's what that was. That was. A <laughs> Pure bloodbath, okay? So uh, it's going to be at double or nothing, which I'm fine with that because you get your stadium stampede at double or nothing. Uh, but, yeah, that, that that was a bloodbath, sir. That was not a hardcore match. That was just not something. It was a gang grill party. Right. They really beat the shit out of each other. 
All right, next up, we get the Bunny and Nyla Rose versus Ty Conti and Sheeta. The Bunny and Rose will end up picking up the victory after some interference. I, I watched this match, so you do not have to ask me what I think of it. No, no, no. no. Well, I, I wasn't going to ask you about the match, but I am going to. Uh, let me see. Joe says, AEW has so much talent, so many wrestlers. That this episode is titled that. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as I was going to say, so Anna's J. Anna J was like that. I'm not going to include Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa because they're kind of like in the league of their own uh, as far as the women's division. But then, you know, next up, until she got hurt, Anna J was kind of like that next person that they were really pushing. I mean, obviously, besides uh, what's her name? Uh, damn, Rio. Uh, Anna J was, she seemed like Anna J seemed like she's going to be the next one. Now that Anna J's out, it seems like they're really putting a rocket on Ty Conti. Uh, so, I mean, this match is okay, but. As far as Ty Conti goes, I can definitely see her uh, down the line, you know, competing for the women's title. Not necessarily saying she's going to be the next champion, but I can definitely see her in the title picture. Uh, she just needs more work, so just needs some more work. Yeah, yeah. After this, we get a we get a segment from Jurassic Express. We get a promo. They challenge Bear Country to a match, and then finally, finally, we get the second match of the night. Now, when I say the second match of the night. It's because overall, this is probably my one of my. You mean second best match? Second best match, yes. Second best match. <laughs> I'm second think, like, best second match. match. Like, dude, we just talked about like four other matches. What you mean? No, no, no. Match? No, it, 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 this is my second best match of the night, but it 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 would be my favorite match of the night if that makes sense because of all the extra things that happen so we will have the return of you know trent and of course we get chris statlander and we talked about the women's division just a moment ago we talked about you know the brit bakers and the thunder rosas and now we got the tight contes and red velvet she's doing her thing jay cargill she's doing her thing but man wasn't it so good to see Chris Stylander come back? So right. let's set it. So let's set it up for you, right? So we ended up having the RK Anarchy match with Kip Sabian, Miro versus Orange Cassidy and Chucky e. T. Uh, the match was very, it was very interesting, and basically, you know, a glorified that no match DQ was match. One sided because Miro whooped they ass for most of yeah. the yeah, yeah, and, 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 and they ass, man. I, they they got a, they got the best of him every once in a while, but they was whooping his ass. I mean, he was uh, Leo, Sorry, Leo says, "May I, I was thinking maybe he wasn't counting the other matches. No, I was, man. I just had my words mixed up. <laughs> You're right, but no, man. Uh, yeah. uh, this match, it, it was, it was interesting. It was entertaining because, when, you know, me and you, we kind of had mixed feelings about it when they first announced, like, okay, like an arcade, another, what, another what? match. Yeah. But then I, when I, I actually, but when I seen how it was put together and just all the shenanigans. I'm like, all right, god damn it, AEW, you didn't did it again. But Miro, I think, I think this is what Miro needed. As funny and as ironic as and as goofy as a concept this was for a match, I felt like this is what Miro needed because this is the really the first time you in a match you've seen Miro since coming to AEW really be that brute. Or show, you know, facets of being that brute that we're so used to. Miro, like you said, was beating the holy shit out of Orange Cassidy and Chuck. He was not taking any prisoners. He was whooping their Charles. ass from Monday to Sunday. You know, he was, Charles. He, 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 he made a lot of Charles. Come on, Charles. Come on, Charles. Come on, Charles. <laughs> like, 
This dude, hey, Miro was tearing that ass up. And then, of course, you had, you know, Orange Cassidy and Charles. They were walking up the rampway. And then we seen this minivan coming, right? And then I was like, oh, hold on, man. That minivan looks very familiar. Then they pan to the driver's side. And who do we get? We get Sue. And when you get Sue, who you got in the backseat? You get that boy Trent. So Trent came back and, man, oh, man, you talk about evening the score, Miro. Got his ass handed to him, and then Penelope Ford thought she was gonna do a little something, a little funny business, yanking out Aubrey Edwards. But then, who do we have in the claw machine, Ken, bro? Who? Who do we have? Who do we have? We got that alien man. We got that girl, uh, Chris Statlander man, who pushed the hell out of that glass into what's the name's face. I thought maybe she would cut it. <laughs> but to give her that, yeah, uh, man. but the man to put her through the uh, hockey table, that was that was a nice little bump. That it, that, it, it looked like nice. that had no give once they once they hit it. There was no give of slowing yeah. them down. They just hit the ground straight hard. So I hope they're okay. Right. But yeah, but but, yeah, but now, good. but now we get a new few. We get Chris and Penelope Ford. And then now we get to return to uh, uh, we get to return to Trent. So the best friends are officially all reunited, and it feels so good. Too cold, man. Talk to me, my brother. Go through this match. Uh, what were your initial thoughts on it? And then after seeing the match and everything that kind of transpired afterwards, man. Uh, you know, talk to me. How did how did Too cold feel during this thing, man? Like I said, I was I was surprised by the match. I enjoyed it. Miro definitely, like I said, he dominated and he needed to. He needed to look. He needed to look the way people want to see him, uh, and that's what he did. They just want to see him do it for the big title and not just for some punk ass arcade game or some wedding. Uh, so that was fine. Uh, as far as the way they structured it and the weapons and the way they set up, that was cool. Uh, to see Trent come back because I, I was wondering, like, damn, wonder how much longer he's going to be out, but not realizing, you know, he might how healthy or how strong he was, you know, or how uh, healed he was to come back early. So that was cool to see him. He looked great, looked in good shape. Uh, definitely, like I say, definitely glad to see the best friends back. Uh, definitely want to see them get back into that title push. Definitely want to see Cassidy, yeah. go back to, you know, up back into his ranks. I want to see more from Kip Sabian. I like what he what he brought to the table. I, I want to see more from him. I, I want to see Miro move on. Um, I want this thing to be over, plain and simple. Uh, but other than that, I like that they got the victory. They needed it. Um, now I think that this is going to, uh, for some reason, I think we're going to get one more match. And with that, I'm just going to go there and let you finish the rest of it. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude our AEW Wednesday night dynamite part of the show. Uh, you know, we 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 ain't we ain't trying to keep y'all too long. We actually end up running about 25 minutes over what we thought we was gonna do. But hey, look, man, it's better than being two hours over. <laughs> so, you know, stay tuned because we will be coming back in a couple minutes with our NXT review slash uh NXT takeover standard deliver predictions. So make sure y'all come back in a couple minutes. Until then, man, see you in a second. Peace.